0: Casey covers country.
1: Another Thursday, another weekend creeping up on us, and another week of country music news. What's up? My name's Casey. So, a lot to get into this week from Shania to Miranda Lambert's new documentary, to Tay of Maddie and Tay being hospitalized for the last month. A lot of stuff to kind of go over. So I'm going to plug in all of our Casey covers countries from on air that happened so far this week. Also, Ryan Hurd called us. And as I've said before, this podcast is one of my favorite things because it's where I can kind of put the behind the scenes moments that nobody else gets to experience with us except obviously whoever's in the radio station so Ryan's supposed to call us this week on monday night i stayed up i had ryan heard radio playing on spotify all night i was thinking of questions to ask i was thinking about you know what he's got going on in his world right now with um, a one-year-old he's got marin dropping a whole new album later this spring, so guaranteed she's going to be touring again this year. He's on his own personal Tour de Palago tour right now that hits St. Louis. He's coming to Del Mar Hall. And then in classic radio fashion, he calls us and we can't understand a damn word he says. And it's not his fault. It's not anybody's fault. It's just hard when you try to get an artist over the phone sometimes because you never quite know the quality of the call. Also, the artist is usually on a radio tour over the phone of sorts, So they've got like a bunch of stations to call in a day and they can't be on the phone with you for more than their allotted time because they have to get on with the next station. So we didn't have enough time to say, hey, Ryan, uh, your signal really sucks right now and can you. So can you call back? So we tried to make the best of it. Long story short, Reinhard is a lovely person, incredible artist, amazing songwriter. He came to Jingle Fest. We interviewed him there. You can actually listen to him talk about Michigan and Marin and the baby and the music and all the other good stuff that we wanted to get into with him. Um, you can find that episode. But here's how we actually spun that scenario on air.
0: Remy and Casey.
2: Well, we had quite the interview with our good friend Ryan Hurd yesterday. He's going to be playing Delmar Hall, January 23rd. Tickets on sale now at 923WIL.com. And uh, we were pumped to chat with him until we realized we couldn't understand a word he was saying.
1: (laughs) This is always fun to, like, talk to an artist before they come into town and then... You just don't have the best phone reception and it all goes awry. Nothing yeah.
2: you
0: can do about it. So Not we, their fault.
2: Yeah, we had we had no idea what he was saying. Just for for example, just play I don't I don't even know what the question was here. What did what did I ask here? Uh, you asked him about starting out in Columbus, Ohio. He's oh, a Michigan yeah. fan. So yeah, he's a Michigan fan and uh his first date of his tour is in Columbus, Ohio. And this is what he had to say.
0: The country man is 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 that just throwing up a
2: fish for like all the Midwestern places that get cold. That's that's kinda where
0: I love the two of them.
1: What? awesome. And we all just looked at each other like, um, yep. yeah. Okay.
2: Do you ask Ryan Heard to call back at that point? They were like, "You have four minutes with Ryan Hurd," and we were uh, like, "Okay, fine, we'll we'll Do make the best of this." And it seemed like we had to get transferred to another phone, to another phone. So it would have been quite the process to just ask him to call back. But we decided to uh, to trudge on. And Casey, you had a question.
1: Yeah, I asked him. You know, growing up in Michigan, does it make these Nashville winters seem a little puny now?
2: Um, no, I extremely
0: thin. That-
1: after we heard that (laughs) I didn't didn't know what to do I looked right at Remy and I was like I don't know what to say
0: yeah do we continue I I think
2: at that point Casey was like I'm out I'm good uh but I decided to trudge forth because we had a great conversation at Jingle Fest. if mean, you guys witnessed this happen yeah, backstage. Yeah. yeah, he lit up immediately. I noticed that he he was wearing a Rolex, and I'm I'm a big fan of watches. I don't have any Rolexes, but uh, we I asked him about if he collects watches and anything, and he just lit up about it. He talked my ear off, and that was I asked him yesterday, is there any other topics that will get you going like that? Golf.
1: But I love
2: watches, man. I mean, I'm a big sh- old guy. Come from and- watches in Detroit and, um, but but yeah I man it, it's probably uh, I think the, the fun part about becoming a an consultant and having to learn about things and you find new hobbies. Like what? uh, COVID what, What's going on? I have no idea. Seriously.
1: Now we know that he was talking about golf when he just said that. But at the time, I, could, I had no idea what he was yeah. saying. It is yeah.
0: 2022. How are we having phone issues at this point? <laughs> the, the amazing, we have sent a man to space. We, have, we, we sent Bezos to space. How are we not getting this phone service figured out? You know, out? I have no idea. And you want to be as
2: kind as you can to these artists because they, they deal with radio people and interviews all day. So you get a, you're you riding a fine line of being rude because I don't know if you guys ever take offense to this, but when someone says, uh, your phone is cutting out, you're like, nope, no,
1: it can Your can't, phone it, is cutting cut out. It must be on your My phone? Yeah.
2: Are you kidding me? So right. uh, I got full bars. Uh, the whole purpose of that call was to promote the show that is coming up at Delmar Hall on January 23rd. <laughs> so if you would like to go see Ryan Hurd...
1: I promise he sounds better in real life. Oh, my
2: gosh. He's he's such a great guy. 93WIL.com for tickets. And hopefully, we will see you at the show. And maybe next time we talk to him, we can, we can actually understand what he's saying.
1: Shania Twain held a record for a very long time. Let me say this correctly. She held the record of... The longest weeks at the number one spot on a Billboard country chart as a female. Mm-hmm. So the female that's hold the most weeks at number one. Shania held this. I want to say it had to have been in like late 90s, early 2000s. Let me look up what song this was for, too. Was it this one? Me did the homework. It don't impress me much. 97 weeks. It was number one on the charts. Wow. That's insane, right? That
2: is insane.
1: Well, she just passed the baton to Taylor Swift after Taylor Swift just put out her... recent album, Red, Taylor's version. It made a huge impact along with all the other re-released albums she's had. Not only that, but everyone knows Taylor Swift is just a force to be reckoned with. And I actually really liked what Shania did, so she made out a tweet and said... Let's go girls. So proud of Taylor Swift. Historical records are made to be made then broken. The baton is meant to be passed to a new younger generation. Unstoppable young female artists are fire in spite of their hurdles. That's crazy. Yeah.
2: I uh, we rewatched Miss Americana over the weekend, the Taylor Swift documentary on Netflix.
1: It so gets you going. It's a good one.
2: My wife had never seen it before. I don't know why I just like independently watched it without her one day and was I'm just so thoroughly impressed. by by Taylor Swift and how she has she's been so grounded throughout her career you can imagine being like she is the music industry right in a lot of in a lot of ways and to maintain a grounding is, is crazy to me. Like, she's got people at her front yard every day. Mm-hmm. Like, she's got a, a horde of people that are just, like, hanging out at her house all the time. People
1: breaking into her home. crazy, yeah. Yeah, if you haven't seen Miss Americana on Netflix, that's Taylor Swift's... Um, it's the Taylor Swift story told by Taylor Swift. Yeah. And it's very good, and I just can't get over the... girl power and the sense of, like, camaraderie between Shania, who's 20-plus years older than Taylor, and instead of, you know, oh, I just lost this record. It's, yeah. I held it for a very long time and now it's on to the next very deserving young star.
0: You know, me and I love Shania. Oh my goodness, yeah. <laughs> and if you're Taylor, like I would assume Taylor growing up, Shania was a huge deal in that era when she's mm-hmm. growing up. So like for some male artists, you know, you may be a uh, Garth Brooks, things like that. That's your hero yeah. that you've broken a record of and then they're coming to give you a shout out. That's freaking awesome.
1: Tim McGraw, good guy, right? Great love guy. Tim. Everyone loves Tim. He's How so can, can you not? Lipped. Keep Tim in your mind. But also, I just learned today that Jodi Messina... I mean, also, we, everyone loves her as well. Her song, Heads Carolina, Tails California. That song turns 26 this month.
0: Stop it.
1: I, first off, I have to say, I think that all the best country music came out the year I was born. Which was 26 <laughs> years ago. I feel like it's just a fact. But also... Tim McGraw, back then, huge fan of Jody Messina, and I feel like that was really not maybe not quite his peak, but he was pretty much untouchable in 1995, right? So he loves Jody Messina and the record "Heads Carolina Tales California," one of her first big singles, and her record label that she was signed to at the time. Which, by the way, she only got signed to because she won a talent contest in Nashville at a bar.
0: She was desperate for money. Mm -hmm. She was
1: desperate. So they signed her just on a whim. They said, okay, we'll give you like three or four singles and see what happens. And I think after that, Remy, think of all the new artists that have come through in your time in country radio who you hear a couple songs from them, but they don't really do much.
2: Yeah, there's so many. There, there's so many that will come in through on radio tour or whatever, and you'll be like,
1: oh, I really like it. Yeah, it's great. They have
2: great voice, great song choice, whatever, and it's just like, uh, just woo, go away in the wind.
1: She was set up to be just like one of those artists until they were doing a radio interview, and Tim McGraw said on the radio for everyone to hear, so, you know, it's gonna you can't just take those things back. He said, I think she deserves more than that. I will be paying to pay... I will be willing to pay for her entire debut album to be made.
0: That is, that's insane. To have somebody believe in you that much that early in your career. And like you said, imagine that never happening. We may never hear about Jody Messina. Yeah,
1: exactly. So she was like, <laughs> bet. She went, she made her debut album and that album sold 500,000 copies. So she had wow. absolutely no trouble paying him back for that money he fronted her. Yeah, I
2: wonder if he actually took the money or not. That's that's th- an interesting part of this is how much did it actually cost to get the full album made? Mm-hmm. But now he now Tim McGraw is a producer on that album. So if you go to her first that Jody Messina album Tim McGraw's there as a
0: producer, which I think is kind of cool. He knew what he was doing. Absolutely. <laughs> Not only from a financial right. perspective, but yeah. the effort of producing and putting your name on it and all yeah. that. That's another big step.
1: Right. So I always just thought their connection didn't really go much further than their collab, Bring on the Rain. Goes much deeper than that. You can actually probably thank him for her entire career. If you like any Jody Messina songs, go ahead and thank Tim McGraw for that. And it gets me excited because that means a girl Alexandra Kay who's going on tour with him this year I feel like he's got that same faith in her Mm -hmm. and we've been backing her since day one so we're really excited to see them together perform at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater April 30th Kelsey Ballerini I don't know what she had done like what surgical procedure it could have been I don't know got her wisdom teeth taken out but she went under some like actual anesthesia and you know that always makes for some fun videos afterwards (laughs) whenever they start to wake up so she actually recorded herself because I'm assuming that there wasn't anybody else in the room with her um it looks like it's just her in a hospital bed or a whatever bed and she's got her phone selfie mode and she's filming herself and the Audio is not quite usable for radio, (laughs) but she's very whispery. Like, you can tell she doesn't want the doctors or the nurses or anyone to hear her. And she's like, the clocks in here are so weird. I can't tell what time it is. (laughs) As she's holding her phone, she's like, I need some nuggets. It's so (laughs) funny. So I posted the video to our uh, Instagram and Facebook page. And it made me think of Remy, because don't you have a video after anesthesia?
2: Yeah, I... (laughs) At a colonoscopy a couple years ago, <laughs> fun <laughs> and, experience. And I remember waking up and just wanting to talk nothing uh, about nothing other than Mexican food. Cuz I was we were going to have Mexican food later that night. I was like just you got that like guac? you get laser focused on something. I watched a uh-huh. TikTok video of a girl last night who was crying that people don't do the YMCA anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is a crime. It's a tragedy.
2: She literally started crying in the, in the doctor's office, but it's like when you come out of it, the which is the best sleep of your life, by the way. Yeah. You're just like laser focused on one thing.
1: It is, I and also. Very
2: emotional, too.
1: Yeah. I also had a colonoscopy done a few years ago, and my mom came in to see me after it was over with, and she was like, You would not believe the things you were saying. <laughs> I was so ashamed when the nurses would walk by.
0: <laughs> I would be terrified of the things I would say. Yeah. If I was going under the knife, that would be in the back of my head. Like, Did
1: I say anything, Dom?
0: Are you sure?
2: Yeah. We're good. I think at one point I said after waking up, I was like, I'm. I was talking to the nurse, and I was like, I am on. The radio. Do you <laughs> listen to the. Uh, something I would never, ever do. Do you recognize this voice? Life? In yeah. real life. Oh, it was so embarrassing.
1: Like I said, that video is on the socials. Follow us at 923 WIL. Right at the start of the new year, we all made. Um, Predictions about all our artists: Who's going to be the artist to have a breakout year? Who's going to be the artist uh, to lay a single that we haven't actually heard from in a long time? Who's going to be the next artist to have a baby this year? Mm-hmm. Uh, meet you said Thomas said Luke Rhett, or Luke Combs. Remy, you said Thomas Rhett. I said Miranda Lambert. Remy, your pick is out. Ha!
2: No way. Already, we're
1: crossing Thomas Rhett off the list what because the- he didn't interview. He told CMT that. You know, they just had their last little girl, Lily Carolina, two months ago. And they said they're going to take a break for about four to five years from the thought of even having another child, which is crazy because originally they had, I want to say maybe a year or so ago, they had said their plan was to have about seven kids. Right now they have four, each of them two years apart. So a six-year-old, four-year-old, two-year-old, and now a two-month-old and they are out of the game for a little bit. They got some diapers to change and then some naps to take.
0: Well, wasn't their plan initially to to have a baby and then they adopted Willa and then uh-huh. had Ada surprisingly, right?
1: Well, so Willa's the first, adopted her from Uganda and then they've had the last three yeah, but themselves. So now their plan is, he said, to start looking into adoption again and if yeah. that if that falls well And if it works out in their lives, then they're going to take that route sooner rather than later. Because Willa Gray, their first child adopted from Uganda has been asking questions. And I guess she's curious about the adoption process. And um, so what does that mean for other kids that need adopted? And they said they're going to work with her and potentially find their next family member through the adoption process. So
2: if they adopt a child this year, does that count?
0: I think it does. Maybe like half a point.
1: Thomas Rhett's family is such an anomaly. (laughs) <laughs> but I, I would give you, I would give you that probably.
2: I'm also gonna say, unless he gets a vasectomy or something, there's always the possibility. So Surprise! just tossing that and out there. You
1: know what I think about them? I think that he and Lauren kind of get a wild hair sometimes. Like I think that he, they have their plan in place, but also I could see them on a night in front of the fireplace drinking wine. Oh, <laughs> well, calm it down, no, calm it down. You two need to chill out. It's a family show. Saying, you know what? We got these four under control. Do we need to wait a few more years? No, let's just do it. Let's I could, 10. I could see them having that, like, spontaneous yeah. uh, moment in them. So. They,
2: they always say that after two kids, three, four, five doesn't matter. So after two kids, just more the more the merrier, I guess. I don't see that as a thing. I can't imagine having five children right now. Uh, we're done. But uh, I don't know. Well, I, she- I think it could still happen in 2022, 2022. This is not a definite thing. Like you said, it was in the beginning. So...
0: If you have a big enough gap between the kids, once your older kids get to that like 13, 14 range, you got built-in babysitters. So pretty yeah. much your parent duties are off the table at that point, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I think you that's how that works. Table. All done. Like You're good enough to drive, out, you can cook a pizza, you got them. <laughs> yeah,
2: spaghettios for dinner, let's go. <laughs> Tell your
1: sister to take care of you. Exactly, I have a feeling that's how it's going to go in that Rhett household. Either way, I do think that the odds of your choice, having a baby next, is probably going to be the lowest choice. Yeah. Back in November, we learned that Tay hey, of uh, of Maddie and Tay is pregnant with her first baby yeah. it's gonna be a little girl and um we hadn't really heard much from Maddie and Tay about their personal lives until December on December 27th they had to cancel a concert because Tay had been hospitalized that's all they really said they were like hey she's in the hospital also keep in mind that she's pregnant so it's probably all good but you know safety precautions so we'll catch you next year yeah Yesterday, Tay's husband posted a photo of them in the hospital bed. And the caption was, today marks one month of being in the hospital. So they've been there for a month straight. Wow,
2: what's going on?
1: Taylor went in for a routine at her 24-week checkup and had been admitted immediately. We've been here ever since. The baby's just a little bit more excited than she should be to be born, meaning I guess... Um,
2: it's possible she could go into She could go into in labor too labor. Early. Yeah, yeah.
1: So they're just trusting God and his plan And of course their healthcare workers And thanks to everybody for their thoughts and prayers But yeah, that's why we haven't heard much from Maddie and Tay Because Tay has literally been in the hospital for like last month When all she went in was just for a routine checkup
2: You say she was at like 24 weeks, is that what she you said? She went
1: in at 24 weeks, so Jeez. now she's about 28-ish
2: yeah going to keep that bun in the oven a little bit longer. Yeah, she <laughs> yeah. the
1: baby's not actually due until April.
0: Wow. So maybe there for a while. Hopefully. They may
1: not. be there for a while, but they look like they're in good spirits. Um, I obviously don't know much else about how severe this scenario is, but the fact that they've been in there for a month and there's still no like idea that they would be coming out anytime soon seems pretty serious. So sending all the love to them and hopefully everything works out in the best way possible.
2: I think they're in the right spot. That's for sure.
1: (laughs) I shared that post on our Facebook page and our Instagram story as well. Are you guys familiar with Miranda Lambert's The Marfa Tapes?
2: No. I feel like I've heard those terms before. Okay. Remind me, please.
1: So, well, I should say... In November of 2020, Miranda Lambert and two of her other friends, musicians, went out to Marfa, Texas, which is like barely even a dot on the map. Very itty bitty western town.
2: This is where rich people go, by the way.
1: It's like they, it's, they went out into a desert.
2: Yes, rich people go to Marfa, Texas on retreats. To write songs or to talk about their, like, NFTs or cryptocurrency. Are you just making this up? No, I'm serious.
1: Oh, okay. So, anyway, they (laughs) go out there and they record an entire acoustic album. They played it. It, Everything was like a one-take, make it happen. An entire album out in the middle of a desert outside, like they just drove their vehicles, took their acoustic instruments, recorded an album. So you can hear like the wind blowing in the background, and the whole feeling is that like you're supposed to feel like you're out there with them. And it it was a really cool project that they did. And I don't think she marketed it well enough, but also I think maybe she wanted to keep it just a fun secret that only some people knew about. Yeah. But now. They are releasing a documentary, so they actually had cameras out there with them to document the entire thing, and it will be released on Paramount Plus January 20th, so you can actually see them out there creating the album and also like the the behind-the-scenes stuff of them heading there, um, them explaining the songs, them explaining, I guess, everything that went into it. Yeah,
2: there you go. That's why they didn't market it. Because they were waiting for this moment to be like, hey, go check out this new thing on Paramount+. Plus."
1: It kind of hits me <laughs> as Taylor Swift's... What was it called? Like, whenever she...
2: The pond... The, 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 lo- the, the
1: long pond, pond sessions yeah. where yeah, yeah, she yeah. went to um, a cabin out in the woods with two other musicians, and they played all of her folklore album acoustically yeah, and just filmed the entire thing. That's exactly what this is. I just
2: feel like that would be... A- that's the part of songwriting that I I wish that I was a part of. Like, I'm not a part of any of the songwriting, but I think that that's such a cool thing where you're like, I'm just gonna get a cabin in the middle of
0: Yosemite National Park and just write Music that's going to make me millions of dollars, and that's the stuff I want to see. If I'm a if I'm a fan, I want to see the behind the scenes stuff. Like you said, I want to see them in a room, just kind of figuring it out on the fly, and like yeah. see how it all comes together. That's the the Luke Bryan documentary, the Taylor Swift documentary. It's that behind the scenes stuff yeah. that I love, at least.
1: Yeah. Where so they're now, like,
0: oh, I just came up with a verse in thirty seconds. Yeah, and that's going to blow your freaking face off next. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so now you'll get to see some of that with Miranda Lambert in Marfa, Texas, which she says is the perfect place to lose yourself or find yourself. Casey
0: covers country.
1: Peloton, let's go! This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world class instructors, we're gonna pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga.